Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hi, everybody. How are you? San Francisco, how do you feel? How's it going? Right. Sorry about Omicron last year. We meant to be here, but uh, we're glad we're all here now. No, like a week after uh, this was supposed to happen, weren't they like, what are you doing no, a they, year from now? Yeah, they said uh, we're going to have to cancel this year's festival because of the surge. Are you free on the same dates <laughs> next year? <laughs> Do you mean two years from today? <laughs> yeah, we're free. The fact that Reggie Watts was able to make it is unfortunately a bait and switch that we pulled on you. He's not here, but we're so glad you are. No, he's here. Um, but Moshe did want to start off by asking you guys. Oh, I have a question. Seriously, though. But wait, because I got a tweet. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say about our planning. I for, uh, we had flights to fly up here today. And we then got, we, we forgot we had dogs. Yeah, we got up in the morning, <laughs> looked at our dogs, and we're like, wait, who's watching the dogs? We need to get our shit together. So then we got in the car and we drove up here. So we just got to San Francisco, actually. But somebody kindly tweeted right before the show, truly as I was walking in, I wonder if this person's here or if this is just somebody ruminating on pictures. Is Allison McKenzie here? No. Okay, so it's just somebody staring at This is at a fake, picture. Moshe. You, you think I, I was downstairs coming up with the name Allison McKenzie? <laughs> Maybe it's the lighting or the grief. But Moshe Kasher's hair looks better today. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you bring up oh, poor Pablo <laughs> regarding my hair, but I thought, what, what were you going to say? I was going to say, for real, though, do you guys think it looks okay? Wait, hold on. Because <laughs> he's asked me so many times, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about your hair anymore. Well, why don't you ask the crowd? Well, it's, hold on. Would you say it looks fucked up? That's not cool. Oh, by the way, if you're wearing a mask, everybody's wearing a mask. I think a fun way for us to ease the tension of COVID is to take it off and put it on your neighbor. Can we try? <laughs> no. Um, okay, let's... I was going to... Because we don't do this show in front of a live audience. Uh, it would be fun to... Uh, like, it's, it's rare to be in front of this many honeymooners at once and to, get, to be able to, re in real time, get a real feeling of what you actually think. So I thought, if you like it, you raising your hand or are you, are you doing this? What... <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. I can't see you. Okay, what, what, you want to speak up? I mean, I have a thing planned, but you can, yeah? I noticed it right away. You noticed it? His that's, hair? That's close to a compliment. That's cool. <laughs> Honey, I noticed it too. <laughs> All right, well, listen, speaking of hair. Wait, hold on, hold on. I was good at my, well, let me do my thing. So I thought, okay, if you, li if you like it, I'm going to have you cheer. And if you don't, so we'll do that first. And if you don't, and be real. Like, don't just do, and I know that the temptation is there to just bully me. And so don't just, don't just do the other thing because you think it'd be funny to humiliate me. Like, um, but if you don't like it, do what Natasha does when I ask her if she likes my haircut. Go, uh. All right. Okay, so do you, who here likes the new hairstyle? He said, uh, in the, in the like. <laughs> All right, who here n thinks I should 
not so much. Uh, wait, 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 Natasha. That's a, that's, that's a pretty big majority, Moshe. I look like Sam Smith. Okay. No, Moshe will send me all these pictures. He's like, see, this is a trending hairstyle. I'm like, these people are 14. <laughs> anyway, Dab, to start the show. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of great hair. Let's bring out our guest. One of the best heads of hair in comedy. One of the funniest people <laughs> in the world. The innovator. The unbelievable. Reggie, Reggie Watts. Watts. Ladies and gentlemen. Right. That is a mic. It's a it's a fifty-seven often used for drums. It just Ooh, it just lacks right. a little bit of the pop filters that the rounded dome mics use. Oh, Reggie, how you feeling? Reggie knows his stuff. <laughs> I'm feeling really good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. <laughs> do you what do you think of my hair? I think it let's see the side. Bad, bad sign. <laughs> It feels like if it's good, it'll be like, it's, I like it. It's, it's like, let me see a different angle, maybe? <laughs> I mean, like, maybe an off-duty officer. It looks good. <laughs> not police officer. <laughs> no, no, not a police officer. Oh, like, like a Coast police. Guard or something. Oh, like that. Coast Guard <laughs> officer. Um, Reggie, I thought, what do you think? I, w I was thinking it could be fun to, to you know how usually shows do a lightning round at the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we posted that you were going to be on the show, and a lot of people had questions, so I was just going to throw some of these out here. Oh, shit. Yeah, we and thought we'd do the Reggie Watts lightning round to begin. And, you know, we can all contribute, but people, people have questions, so, you know. People be having questions. Yeah, so let's, here, here's, uh, this is from brand name comic John, I can't read his name. All right, he says, how, this is a question I'd like to know the answer to. How do you get past creative blocks? If you're immortal, like the rest of us who get them, you're not immortal. But can you give us any advice? Uh, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta look at that block squarely in the if it has eyes, and uh, and you say like, how am I how am I gonna desaturate you and reformat you today? Mm. And then you do it, and then you're like, oh, cool, thanks for the extra Lego pieces. Oh, so drugs? Yes. <laughs> I like the idea of talking to your blocks, though. That's kind of cool. You know, putting Block it... Block talk. Yeah. <laughs> You're such an extemporaneous performer, Reggie. Do you ever experience creative blocks? Yeah, some, sometimes. Yeah, I have. It's kind of... It can be scary, but you gotta. I just have to immediately go like, oh, this isn't scary. This is fine. And you just work... You just push through it. Yeah, you just kind of like... There's like others... You know, like if you've been performing long enough, there are things that you know you can do that'll just kind of help you recalibrate, like get back on track again. And so you just run that and then get reestablished. Oh, what's one of your tricks? Or is it when it ruined the... Uh... I go... <laughs> and then right, right back on track. Here's a question. How do I build the courage to ask a friend out? You ever asked a friend out? Uh, you mean like, it's just like, hey, come on out. You no. Mean, oh, they're like hiding indoors at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How do you they're build the courage to ask a friend out of the hot shelter in place that they're still in the middle? Yeah. Of? No, you're friends with someone, but you're like, oh, maybe I'd like to take this to another level. Oh, I got you. A little ducky action. Um, I'd say, uh, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta ask them, but you gotta, you gotta like, well, first of all, you have to feel like, is this a really good friendship? Okay, great. Then, uh, then you just say like, hey. 
Um, I don't, I don't want this to change. I know we're really good friends, but I just want to say I've been feeling some stuff, um, you know, and I'm, I just want you to know that, and uh, all I don't want to affect our friendship or whatever, and then slowly morph your voice into a, a Californian. <laughs> like you can kind of get away with it more if you just sound a little more Californian. Yeah, yeah, because then you're just like, you know, but but oh. you know, it's like, <laughs> it's just like I like. Right. I know we've been friends for a while or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But like, I was thinking, what if we like try to physicalize this? And if not, no big. We can still paddle out when there's yeah. a big swell. Totally. <laughs> Equally stoked either way. Stoked either way. Max wins. Want some avocado? You know, <laughs> you know, you know nothing stokes me harder than our friendship, right? <laughs> but, but if we could do it with more than friendship, that would stoke me harder. Okay, so I stand corrected on nothing. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever asked a, a friend out? No. No. No, I would never do that. Heavens no. I, we, were friends when I, we were friends when I asked you out. Remember that? Right, I would flirt with a friend, you know, but like... I wouldn't be like, hey, I know we're friends, but I want to get with you. No, I would not do that. Well, yeah. That's what I finally said to her. I said, I, I want to get with you. You can just walk on stage. Uh oh, stand by for oh, swappable. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh, damn. It's even more ma ma muscular. More muscles. Okay, Reggie, here's a question that I, need th I, I want the answer to, too, from at money. Um, how do you remain so cool and calm with so much shit going on in the world? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, how do I remain so? You know, I, I do. I do have a lot of anxiety around. You know, like news. I take news breaks. That helps a lot because the whole time I'm just like, stop saying that. That doesn't mean anything. What are you doing? Ah. Um. I. Natasha did that like a, a couple. Of, now it's yeah. too loud. But Natasha. <laughs> Did that a couple years ago. She took the news off of her phone. Haven't and, been back. And she's been so much more peaceful, but I swear to God, every few weeks she'll come in and she'll be like, what's going on in Ukraine? <laughs> no, today, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's news breaks. I think that's a good idea, but would mm. you do more than like a week? I do like, a, I'll do a week, but I still kind of do YouTube, but then I try to train the algorithm to move away from the dumb shit that I, I'm addicted to. But like... I, I I think a lot of it too is just yeah just taking just taking the time to to <laughs> to just like go on a walk it sounds so stupid but go on a walk um, uh, or do some ketamine and then like watch like an art film you know just kind of defrag your brain a little bit. I have to say the Criterion Collection like if you just like go on Criterion.com and like watch some you know, French film from the 60s, like, it really does kind of recalibrate you. Yeah. Because it's, like, something, like, the snobbiest thing you can figure out and, like, get high, and it just kind of takes you... It's, like, oh, it's a beautiful... It's beautiful, but it's also, like, where maybe, you know, there was no phones and... No, I think that's a great suggestion. And my buddy Willow hangs out right under the Ben & Jerry's at Hayden Ashbury. He's got the cleanest K in San Francisco. True. So if you True. want to combine those two things. Oh, also, if you're going to watch K, I just realized some thanks for thanks for reminding me of ketamine, um, <laughs> for the first time tonight. But uh, yeah, there's I saw a movie last night that I would classify as I would say D core, which I which for me stands for dissociative core, which ketamine is a dissociative. Uh, it's called Skin of and if you guys get a chance to see that movie on K or not on K. Uh, that'll, that'll do you. I feel like I keep telling people to see movies and they're like, that wasn't that good. And I'm like, oh, I was so high when I saw that. 
I should stop. I, I should keep doing that, but maybe don't suggest it to right. everybody. Right, 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 right. Oh. Um, here's one. How do I get a nerd in a relationship? Which to me, there's so much uh, subtext in that question. Is this is the idea that nerds are like these like unattainable fuckboys that are just out in the world? You can't pin me down. I'll be playing Cubert and getting <laughs> pussy if you need me. Aren't nerds easy to get into relationships? Don't they want love? Don't, aren't they really into stuff? Don't they really like stuff? You probably have to build up their self-esteem a little bit. I, nerds now are not, don't have bad self-esteem. They're like, yeah, I fucking, I love, I love every, my little hobby the most. I, I feel like. Well, I mean, you know, Steve Bannon is a nerd. He's know? a huge Nazi nerd. I mean, so, he's fucking yeah. so nerdy about he Nazi is. shit. Nazi nerds. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think nerds, are, I think you got to hit them, you got to hit them where, in the sweet spot, you know, you got to, you got to be sweet. The hymen. And you got to also, <laughs> yeah, and you also have to, you also have to like, kind of be into some of the stuff that they like. Like, you have to be nerdy yourself about something so you can share your nerd intersection you know mm. that's why great advice i knew a girl who used to i swear to god this is i'm not making this up she used to ride around with an xbox with, with a with a playstation 2 that's how long ago this was to she didn't like video games but she was trying to catch a man oh my lord and she had the playstation so if she found like a gamer guy she'd be like we could game and she'd pop it out of her trunk okay reggie one wow. more <laughs> Did, did you say yes, Moshe? Okay, Reggie, one more. All right, so Ham Zaft wants to know, how do you stop overthinking when you're baked? Oh, when you're, when you're, biz, when you're, when you're biznaked? Uh, I guess, how do you Switch stop overthinking? Drugs. Yeah, you can't, you know, well, you can take a large dose of CBD. That's the practical way of doing it. Does They're, CBD work? Yeah. It, it slows the, it puts the brakes on the psychoactive properties of THC. Wait, of what? Of THC. So if you're high as fuck, yeah. and then you take one of those like CBD sodas, then you can, you could pass a sobriety test. Well, no, not. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, that would. Well, no, but. Um, <laughs> But it would definitely reduce that anxiety, that that overthinking, which I think overthinking she also means probably anxiety. But there's that, or sometimes I just listen to music. I just like put on some headphones and close my eyes, lay down in the bed, and listen to some sick ass music. And then your brain's like, oh, that's all I needed, you know? Because like it's like I'm, I have been processing, I'm over processing. There's not enough stuff for me to organize. And then you're like, here, organize this bitch. I mean, that is great advice. I love it. I love doing that. I love I love helping. I got a question before we bring on... Yeah, give him a round of applause. I have a question of my own before we get, uh, bring our first couple up here. Um, we've talked a lot about drugs tonight. What is the best, in your opinion, uh, entry-level psychedelic for a person that has never uh, attempted before? If somebody was out there and thinking, I want to like, have a psychedelic experience, yeah. what's, where do they begin? I would, you know, I'd say go with mushrooms but just but just like like a small dose of mushrooms because it's like it's it's earthy it's fun it's silly and at small doses you kind of start to get the idea and you think wow maybe i could do more next time maybe or maybe not whatever but it's it's i, I think it's a good one it does have a gag some people have a gag reflex i do if i can't smell natasha mushroom, doesn't i have to put my uh, okay 
Oh my God. When I was doing ayahuasca, it was literally people hurling like for I an hour. It I, was so awful. I, I refuse to throw up. That's why I don't do it. I will never do ayahuasca. Not a perfect drug. Yeah. No, I'm not into that. <laughs> like yeah. men. Like yeah. the, cause like I would do it like really cute. Like, ugh, you know, but <laughs> you're like in the middle of your trip and there's just a guy like, <laughs> some like meathead. Ugh. Yeah. So you were, you were like auditioning for voiceover when you were doing like <laughs> I could see Natasha standing up in the middle of an ayahuasca ceremony and going mm, to the shaman mm, not a perfect drug. <laughs> Two point five. It, it, it was out of cool, five. but like the vomit the vomit thing yeah, is yeah, definitely yeah. Yeah. problematic. There's got to be a way to skip that. Just stick to ketamine. Wait, can I talk about something funny that you? That, yes, what? but we do have to move on, hun. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm looking at a piece of paper. It says run of show on it. <laughs> But one, Natasha, one of your ayahuasca experiences, can I talk about that? Yes, you can talk about one of my ayahuasca experiences. <laughs> well, she came home and she goes, oh, I had such an amazing time and I had so many profound realizations and she sat down and she took my hand and she goes, I realized that you're like a son's bend. <laughs> like a son husband. <laughs> and I was like, that was your primary takeaway? That well, I'm I a just, child? No, here's the problem. <laughs> Is it supposed to do that? Right before I left for ayahuasca, Moshe was like hanging on our rail railing that go down. Our our house was built in 1940s, and he likes to like slide down the railing like a child, to the point where like they start to become maybe like un you know un like unhinged or whatever. Oh, yeah. Wobbles, wobbles. Yeah, he's like ruining the railing because yeah. he thinks it's fun to do that <laughs> down. And uh, as soon as the music started on my first ayahuasca trip, I just kept thinking of that. There, and it was like ruminating in my head, like you trying to like slide down the banisters. There is nothing more Natasha Legero than you on ayahuasca thinking about nothing but <laughs> 1940s banisters being destroyed. I love them. I, and I love you too. Let's... <laughs> I love you too, mom. <laughs> mom's life. Mom's life. All right, let's do it. Let's Can we bring, bring up our first, our, our first couple up. Yeah. Hey, Tosh. Hey, Mosh. You know how you're totally sick right now? Yeah. You know what else is sick? What? How much work women have to do to figure out their fertility? Yeah, that's really sick. It's sick in the way that if you're hearing Natasha's voice sounding like she's on death's door, is sick. Anyway, we want to tell you about modern fertility. It, the reason it was created was to make an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You used to have to go through all kinds of crazy stuff to figure out your fertility, right? Uh, yeah. By the way, Mosh, did you know that one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Seriously, that is a staggering statistic. Almost as staggering as the amount of sickness that we can all hear in your voice as you make this ad. But we need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our futures. So with Modern Fertility, you take that simple finger prick, you mail it in with a prepaid label, you get your personalized results within eight business days. It's super easy. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age. I had, I had so many eggs, but then I turned 38. 
other more important factors that can impact your fertility, the results go deep into what the results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Anyway, traditionally at one of these clinics, it'll cost you like 600 bucks, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for just $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. So one more time, go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon, get $20 off of your test. That's right, we're offering you $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon. That means the test will cost $159. That's like nothing compared to what it would cost at a real clinic. So, at a fer- that's like nothing compared to what it would cost at a fertility clinic. So go to modernfertility.com slash Honeymoon. Knowledge is power. Okay, so do we have Dalton and Uyam? Uyam. Uyam and Dalton, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for Uyam. There they come. Uyam, how are you? Dalton, how are you? Perhaps the most non-American and American-sounding names of all time. Dalton could not be more plucked out of private school on the East Coast. And Uyam, what is it? I'm from Turkey. Oh, it's Turkish. Right. Turkia. What, how do you say your name? Uh, oh, can, Uyum, can, would you do me a favor? Grab that mic and just fucking pull it to you like, yeah. like, yeah, like it's a territory in Armenia that you want. <laughs> Awesome. Only in America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's going on with you guys? Are you a couple, I'm assuming? We are. We're okay. married for almost nine years now. Uh, married almost nine years. Very cool. Longer than me and Moshe. How, uh, Dalton, did you propose? Uh, sort of. No, I think it was more of like an agreement. We agreed to get married. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. It was like a, a plan. <laughs> Based on what? Uh, you... <laughs> Immigration to oh. U.S. <laughs> That's cool. So if, if immigration is listening, it's a different Dalton and Uyum. <laughs> okay, and so you got married. Now you're an American citizen, Uyum. Yes. And what's the issue? So we're having more of an issue during our chill times. Like when we want to relax at home and we don't want to do anything, then we go, oh, we should watch something or play video games. But they're both problematic for us. Because I always want to watch movies or like an hour-long drama, something longer and more involved. And he also wants to watch them, but never today, because he's too tired to commit to a longer viewing experience. (laughs) So he wants to watch YouTube videos slash... With you? Social media videos. We should never watch social media (laughs) together. That... That should just be across the board rule, right? That's a solo. Dalton, how old are you? I'm uh, about to turn 36. 36 years old, you'll be like, dude, I just saw the craziest fail comp on YouTube. (laughs) It's mostly cat videos and like Turkish grandmothers, that kind of thing. Oh, you're trying to butter up to her Turkish side and be like, no, we can watch YouTube videos, but they'll be Turkish. Yes. (laughs) Hey, the Turks love their cats. We do. They do. Um, And what video game do you guys play? 
See, that's also a problem. Yeah. Because he wants to watch me play because he likes it. Oh, he's a video game cuck. That's cool. Uh, she, yeah, which well, is not a gamer. I, I grew up playing video games. We are both big fans of, of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I introduced her to that game. Beautiful. Great game. Uh, but, you know, I play the game like I think it's designed to, right? I use the items. She does not use them. She just wanders. You're yeah, wandering. she hoards it. And then she throws the bombs instead of using the weapons. And so, it takes so forever. She, so she, she prefers ranged weapons. I like okay, watching good. the sunsets in the game because it's really pretty. <laughs> Wait, maybe I would like this video game. It's just sunsets? <laughs> it's a very beautiful game. Video games have sunsets now? <laughs> I do feel like within this dichotomy is like this profound metaphor for men and women in some way. <laughs> I mean, you're saying you will not sit down at 9 p.m. to watch an hour of Yellowstone? I mean... I, yes, but I, I don't know, I don't, I, yeah, I feel like I put it off because it's, it's, it's a long time and, uh, an hour? I, my attention span is not as long as hers. She loves movies and like dramas and stuff like that. I, I want to watch Cats. You got to stretch a little bit. I know. Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wait, your attention span isn't, you can't deal with a one hour episode of television, but it can deal with watching her wander through the Zelda universe. <laughs> No, that one also gives me anxiety because she does the bomb thing and like she wastes a lot of the time. The bomb thing. Oh, you like sit there and you're like an older brother yelling at her like, no, 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 <laughs> go there, jump, jump, jump. Yes. Oh, yeah. man. It's a bit uh. frustrating. So I, I, ha I have to actually mindfully like not say anything because I get worked up about her well, throwing bombs at goblins from the mountaintop. Well, but do you, get, do you ever try to play a video game together? Yes, those are really fun. Yeah, those work out well. Okay. Yeah, those are better. Okay, see you guys later. No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Listen, I would like to do my own thing all the time, but I don't because I'm married, and our, you have to find the place where, like, you're I'm her son's bend. <laughs> you have to find the place where your interests match and you know so it might like Moshe will not watch a comedy he won't watch any comedy so if I want to watch a comedy I do that on my own but like he's he's really into you know documentaries or you know now we're watching like I mentioned Yellowstone because, oh, we're Trump voters and <laughs> because it, I honestly I don't even like the show I just like one storyline but it's enough for me I, I'm giving him that so I'll like stay <laughs> with the show to watch this one storyline so we can have a fun night together. I, that sounds so sad. Are you, do you feel sorry for us, Reggie? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If he allowed me to watch things on my own, I would still be happy about it. But what do you mean allow? She's, okay, <laughs> hold on. Oh, now we're no, getting no, no. into it. To Dalton's credit, hold on, don't judge. To Dalton's credit, you, you, have to, uh, you have to let them watch just a little bit. You can't give them too much. I get FOMO. Oh, you get FOMO, but you won't, oh, but you see, don't I get, see. you don't, whatever the opposite I, of missing out is. I, you don't go. It's, it's a problem, yes. Harness your mind. You are in control of your mind, Dalton. What the fuck is wrong with you? William, yeah, how solid is your immigration status? Are you fully... <laughs> I'm a citizen now, so... All right, I think we know right. the solution. Here we step. I mean, you know, there's. I think. I think relationships are are challenging. I haven't had too many, but uh, but they're they're, and a lot of it came down to communication for me. Like those are the things when I look back, like things that I didn't 
like that I didn't say, uh, you know, or when I said them, I held on too much, so it always comes out weird, and like, and then that creates like tension. But I would say like. It has to be a little bit of, you have to have autonomy, you have to have enough autonomy, and that idea of that FOMO, I understand that, that vibe, but in a way you can kind of rewire it to make it feel like, oh, I'm really stoked that she's getting to do what she wants to do, and then I get to do what I want to do, and you just like feel good in that, in knowing that that's happening. I think that, that brings you closer together, because it gives you more space to understand one another. It's, and it's fun to try. It's hard. But it's fun. No, that's great advice. And Dalton, just to, if you didn't understand what Reggie was saying, think of it like it's a side quest, right? <laughs> <laughs> that Uyam's on, right? That's her. She's. But I think also something that could be obviously. It seems to me that the problem is that Dalton, you like to be in control. Like Dalton likes to control stuff. Actually, he doesn't like to control stuff. He just wants to do things with me. I think it's more sweet than it comes across. Oh, okay. No, you're missing something completely, <laughs> Uyam. Hello. <laughs> because he doesn't. He wants to do things with you, and he doesn't want you to do them without him. That, that's the second component, which isn't wanting something. It's wanting you not to do something. I mean, sometimes when I'm scrolling, like Netflix or something, you know, and I see, I see the red bar fully full. I'm like, well. What happened there? Uh, like, I wanted to watch that with you. But communication about those things. Like, there's things where, Mo like, Moshe really wanted to watch Harry and Meghan. <laughs> and he's like, any interest? What'd you say, Reggie? Inexcusable. No, exactly. But Moshe, then he said it's to me. It's my breath of the wild, guys. He was like, well, I'm going to watch it with or without you. And I'm like, if you're definitely watching this, I will watch it with you. Like, so I... I did watch it. So I'm just saying, like, you can kind of, like, negotiate in that way, too, you know? Like, if he's watching something that's in this realm of things that I'm interested in, I'm pro you know, but certain things, he's like, oh, you're on your own, you're on your own. And I think just, like, just verbalizing that and having your little things that you're like, okay, well, let's save this for each other and have a date night, even if it's just once a week where you watch something that you know it involves both of your interests and make it fun, and you can actually have, we had one last night, you can have a fun date night and you don't have to go out. You could, like... You know, have dinner, watch the thing, do whatever. Yeah, yeah do doing whatever thing. last <laughs> night was a lot of fun, to be honest, guys. <laughs> um, I think to piggyback on what Natasha's saying, the, the solution to this to me is uh, obvious. Dalton, you've got to let go of a little bit of control. Just man to man, <laughs> it's not a good look. But, <laughs> but, but I think the solution actually is for you guys to, you have to agree on a project together. Natasha and I did that. With, with the, we watched all of the best picture winners, and we tried to make it through all of the best screenplay winners. We had a project together. So there was never a, now we are watching Yellowstone together because of, we agree with its political messaging. And <laughs> there's never a question. We have a mission. Dalton, you're going to love this. We have a mission. To, we have a boss to beat, if that makes sense. <laughs> And it's the collect. So you guys should agree. Oh, we're going to watch all of the greatest, uh, you know, most famous Turkish movies ever. Or we're going to watch all of uh, the video game adaptation. Whatever it is, you agree on this project together, and then you're engaged in, in in something together. And there's never a question. And it is healthy for you to not be watching your social media for an hour that it that you're going to spend with her. Okay, I can see the pallor of your skin. You you spend too much time on your phone. Oh yeah, yeah. But definitely. I mean, the, uh, you can see it. It's, you know, it's, that's the thing. Is like in a relationship, it's tough to not get codependent, and the codependency is really cozy and warm, and it makes it. And there's an, a, a really amazing positive quality to that. However, uh, someone on an airplane once he was like, "What do you think the most important thing in a relationship is?" And I was like, uh, "Knowing that you got each other's back." And he was like, "No, no, no, protecting each other's solitude." Ooh, and, I love that. And and I love that idea because. 
that gives you it's like you are too in it but you have to find a, a good distance an orbit it's like a like a twin star you know it's like sometimes you orbit a little bit f further and then sometimes you have a larger orbit but you have to be comfortable in all those orbits because actually it reduces the anxiety and the stress that you have you know I think Uyam, did you have something to talk about? No, I was going to say, that's really great advice. I think Uyam, it would be good for you actually to find something that you know Dalton doesn't like and set out to watch that on your own. Oh, interesting. I she think that, that would be a good, a good growth experience for both of you because you could then have your own thing. Because like Reggie said, like, you don't just grow as a couple, you grow yeah. as individuals and then the couple grows stronger. The problem is then I end up watching really trash TV and I hate it. <laughs> but that's okay. Sometimes that might be how you turn off your mind, you know, and, and try to like challenge yourself to maybe get into something else. Um, but also watch that and have fun and make it not too long and research what you guys could watch together. And um, I think we helped you. You're a delight. Uyam and Dalton, ladies Thank and gentlemen, so give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. Thank you. See ya. Moshe, do you think I protect your solitude? That's such great advice, Reggie. I think, I think you do, actually, Natasha. I, I feel like you've told me so many times, like, you can't talk about my Star Trek addiction anymore. Or, like, I wow. kind of, like, roast your solitude. No, Star Trek is specific because it was a show that I was using, like, as my, like, comfort uh, blanket before sleep for a long time through the pandemic. I rewatched every episode of Next Generation and then every episode of Deep Space Nine. And, but I would do that in bed before we went to sleep. And so I did, on some level, understand why it was such a profound turnoff for you. It wasn't that. It was like having to go to bed to the guy with the eyebrows. Who's the guy with the eyebrows? Oh, you're you talking about... Uh, what are they called? The Ferengi? The no, guy that's they're all called ears? something else. War the Klingons? Oh, Klingons. Klingons. Yeah, Klingons. Klingons. I didn't want to go to I sleep mean, with them every night. I mean, know, they got it too. Wharf. Wharf. <laughs> Captain, she she it, likes is in, it is imperative for us to reroute the shields. Yeah. Mr. LaForge, please follow me in my away team. I mean, when Patrick Stewart was on the screen. I'm already getting sleepy, and I feel comforted and calm right now. <laughs> but no, Natasha likes Ferengis because she, she, actually, she converted before we got married. Oh. Listen, when Patrick Stewart was on, it was kind of cute. But like the other, the other people, the other I don't shits. know. You know the new, you know the new, the new shits? Um, was it Discovery? Is that no, not Discovery. What's the one after? Oh, Brave New Worlds. You'll like Brave New Worlds. No, no you I won't. won't. It's no. so good. <laughs> no. Well, okay, no, you won't. But it's to me, it's. I think that's one of the best Star Trek series that's come out since Next Generation. But that's just me. All right, Reggie, <laughs> are you ready to hear some secrets? Yeah, yeah, you know. Reggie, it. you have so much wisdom you're dropping. I feel like we should have more people come up. But yes, let's, let's no, hear we'll the secrets. No, we'll have them all. Okay. We, got, we got secrets. Uh, are you guys ready to hear some secrets from the Secrets Hotline? Secrets. Secrets. All right, let's queue up secret number one. So these are people who call in randomly. Copy that. Rando covers. Hi, y'all. Um, so I procreated with a manipulative demon narcissist of a man. And we are no longer together, but and we co-parent pretty amicably. But my way of getting subtle revenge at how I guess hurt I've I was over the few past few years. Um, I dress our child in the ugliest clothes that I have when we do our switchovers because he's really into style and fashion. And I know that this eats away at his soul just a little bit. So that's that. 
Love the pod. Thanks. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I like that she was like, yeah, we co-parent me and this stupid fucking piece of garbage <laughs> crap that I've created an elaborate manipulation that I use my child as a token for pretty amicably. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing of wanting your kid to dress cool, like, I, I've given up on that. My, my daughter, like, we bought her Thank all you. these cute clothes. She still, tonight we went out to dinner, she picked her American Girl dress, which she insisted on bringing with, and I even told her tonight it was ugly, and she started crying. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. And she was... Oh, my God. I hate it. It's so ugly. And she's you like, know what you, you don't sound like, like my clothes. You know what you sound like, Natasha? Is a manipulative, <laughs> narcissistic. <laughs> I mean, it's like a pale blue, ruffly dress made of the worst material. She's like poor. I'm. I know. I'm just saying. It's just like. Oh my god. Neil, I get you. I get you. I got to do more live podcasts. She never would have told me about yeah. that otherwise. Yeah. I, 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 I think that I think that secret's great. I think she's doing a real good job. I, I think it's because like little if, things because well because it's like I think it's funny it's like kind of it's kind of hilarious it's like something that you can imagine them telling their kid when they're older about and they and I could imagine if the I, hopefully the kids well adjusted just be like laughing because it's hilarious you're like you, you did that that's fucking brilliant Good it's for also you. something you could imagine that kid telling a therapist later on <laughs> yeah but it's so hard to imagine that. <laughs> All right, let's hear another secret. Hi, I have a secret. Okay. Um, I am 26 years old, mm. and I just learned that I have been wiping incorrectly Ooh. my entire life. I guess you're supposed to wipe front to back if you have a vagina, and I wipe middle to front, fold the paper over so it's clean, and then wipe middle to back. And I what? now have to learn how to do it the correct way because I have a really gnarly UTI and it's incredibly painful and it's so weird having to change my wiping habits after two decades of doing it one way. Love your podcast. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Love your podcast. <laughs> well, I have to say our daughter got a UTI. She's yeah. four. Mm. And I asked the doctor, I was like, can you show her how to wipe? And he looked at me like I, like I had just asked him to show me his dick. <laughs> he was just like, ugh. And I was just like, okay, I don't know. Like, maybe if she heard it from you, she would, you know, I just feel like there is such a shame involved. But also I would like to add that I just learned last year that you don't flush your tampons. What? I didn't you know. You didn't know? There's signs everywhere, constantly. <laughs> Please do not flush tampons or sanitary napkins, like everywhere. You think so, it's like just for like, well, household toilets can handle it, but everywhere else the infrastructure is yes, way too weak. Yes, that's what I okay, thought. Got it. Okay. The fact I didn't know, and I even asked my mother, and then I texted my mom. I was like, Mom, what do you do with your tampons? She's like, what do you think I do? And like she was really secretive and weird about it. Like she didn't want... And I just wanted to say to her, like, you should have told me that. Yeah, that's and then true. I asked my best friend, and she's like, of course you don't flush that like I didn't know I love the fact that a man was like I've seen these signs 
in the unisex bathrooms, I have to imagine they're also in the women's room. It is up to the parents, though, to teach the people, right? Like, I just didn't know. A bit, a bit. Oh, but it's not like it's that instinctive to whip no. a bloody tampon out and, like, play with it no, and wrap it up. I mean, I'm just like, get this out of me. It <laughs> no, it's like, it's like racism. At a certain point, you become responsible for it. That's true. That's true. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All but right. W well, well, here's... Here, to answer secret callers, what that wasn't really there was nothing. They weren't asking anything, but uh, uh, a bidet. You've been there. A bidet. I have a oh, bidet. A bidet. Oh, I thought you said bidets. been there. I was like, no, no. you used to a bidet quite from like you would think I was a bidet, <laughs> like a bidet, like oh yeah, <laughs> that's how he say it. You're into that bidet life? <laughs> yeah, totally. No bidets. They're like they're the shit. People are like, oh, no, I don't. It's like once you start using, it, you're like, oh fuck. Okay, cool. Also, so, wipe both ways. Just to make sure it's all good, you know what I mean? Like, just go for it. So in Europe, like, is, is a bidet an upper-class thing, or is it an no. across-the-board thing? I mean, Japan. I mean, Japan, all the Japanese have been using bidets forever. So it's just What's American... That? Somebody screams, it's normal in the most American accent I've ever... Wait, was it American? Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay, yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah. keep talking. <laughs> it would be funnier, though, if it was a super American accent. It's normal in Europe. It's <laughs> normal. It's I, just great. I was trying to figure out the physiology of what she was saying. Is it she wipes from the meridian Middle of her vagina? Of, so, if the, so if the vagina on most, the most vaginas are about that long. So like and then the start there, go all the way that way, <laughs> fold the paper over. Oh, that looks clean. And then go back, find that middle again. Right. And then go backwards. That's it. Okay. I got it now, I think. It's all about the parents. I, my daughter does it right. And, you know, it's like you just have to teach them how to do it. That's all. Okay. Ready for a third secret? <laughs> I didn't throw the applicator in the toilet. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, then, then it's okay. <laughs> that is the funniest parenting style ever, your mom, by the way. Mom, I have a question about my childhood. What do you do with your tampons? What do you think I do with them? <laughs> it's so passive aggressive and gives no information at all. Nope. <laughs> you deal with it. <laughs> All right. Let's hear another secret. Okay. Secret. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I have a secret, but I've never told anybody that I'd love to get off my chest. Um, so backstory to this secret is that there is a scene in Hostel 2 where the person that's about to be killed is hanging upside down naked while a bathtub is under them. And then this woman walks into the room and gets naked and lays in the bathtub under her. Uh, then the naked lady in the bathtub pulls out a scythe and like cuts her up and splits her throat open uh -huh. and like the blood pours all over her. Yeah. Well, my secret is that that scene turns me on. And when the movie came out back in like 2007 or so, uh, I was 13 and masturbating to that scene because of how turned on it was. And I even rewatched that movie recently, and I'm still very much turned on by that scene. So that's my secret. Bye. <laughs> Love your podcast. <laughs> I mean, there's something positive in knowing what you like. Mom, what do you masturbate to? What do you think I masturbate to? <laughs> the scene in hostel with the scythe and the bathtub and the lady slipping under and the blood and the... 
Wow. That is. Maybe it's something about the w- the woman, though. Like, maybe it doesn't have to do with the blood. I, 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 no, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I kind of I kind of get it. There's a difference between like the actual thing, and the and 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 a fantasy of something, right? Like, I think sometimes people get hung up on they're like, if you like this, and that means that you would want to see that in real. It's like no one no one wants to see that in real life. That's really messy. Primarily, the first negative thing about it is that it's very messy. Oh, but, I would let somebody slit my throat with a scythe in a bathtub that I was laying on top of a naked lady. But the mess? Uh, no, no, no. I don't like the mess. And then, like, even with the visqueen, whatever. But I, but I think like I think that's totally fine. I think that's what that's part of like horror, you know, horror fantasy. I have like friends that love like anime, and there's like some pretty crazy shit there. There's a friend who draws a lot of like sexual like dark sexual. I think it's, just, it's all healthy because it's like the mind is has a spectrum of dark and light and I think it's important to recognize that it's healthy as opposed to making someone feel shameful for it. So you don't think that's a really good you don't think they need to go see a therapist or there's like there's like death involved in there. I, I think if it starts creeping in and you start feeling like you start looking around in the real world going like, mm, who would be great to be drained on me? <laughs> like, right. You, or, <laughs> or if she had called and said, that scene turns me on. And also nothing else does. That's, yes. That's when it 100%. starts to be therapy situation. Yep. Totally. I like that. The dark and light and just letting it all live together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't kink shame here on the Endless Honeymoon podcast. Um, should we do, let's do two more. What do you think? Secrets. Yeah, sure. One more secret. You said two more. Play another Secrets. one. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Legero. Big fan of the podcast. So, um, so my secret is I was out of town at my friend's bachelorette party, and we had set up a bunch of snacks and a lovely charcuterie board. And I had been texting my boyfriend at the time, and we were kind of texting. And he asked for a picture of my pussy. I really didn't want to leave my friends, so I got creative and arranged some of the cold cuts from the charcuterie into the shape of a vagina. I took a picture, edited the lighting and exposure, and and sent it to him. He responded a couple minutes later saying, that photo made me come harder than any sexy picture he's ever received. And to this day, I've never had the heart to tell him his hardest come was to intricately arrange it assortment of meats with a little bit of photoshopping. Uh, anyway, thanks. Creative. Podcast rules. <laughs> I like it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's one that is so innately funny, it's kind of hard to riff on, because it's like, you uh, won and you lost, yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I never really understood, like, you know, the, the phenomena of, 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 I guess, uh, what do you call it, reproductive part picks. Um, I, it's like a dick pic. I think a dude, a dude once at a uh, at a gay nightclub, somehow. Oh, on Instagram, he sent me a picture on Instagram. I was like, oh, who's this? that guy? Seemed really friendly or whatever. And I was like, ah! And I felt like I was like, ah, just like so. Ugh. And then I've seen pictures. Obviously, you know, people just go, hey, check out my junk or whatever. You know, the ladies. And I'm like, that's beautiful. It's beautiful, but like, I don't, I don't. I just never had the requirement for it. It doesn't really. It's too literal. It's just like, boom. I, I like, n- eh. Oh, I've okay. never gotten a dick pic. I've never sent a picture of my pussy. Thank you. You've never gotten a dick pic? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to change that for you, honey. <laughs> you've never received a dick pic? No, I've never... That you've opened. ...asked for one... Right. Well, I guess on, like, my DMs or something, but... Well, who's DMing you dick pics? I'm just saying, like... Yeah, who's, who's DMing you dick pics? 
That's interesting. How many women in the audience have received a dick pic, solicited or not? It's like everyone. You might be alone. I've just never asked for one. I don't think they did either. That is not one of the requirements for the sender of the dick pic. Wait, they just send them? Isn't that like a thing, guy? Like a thing Stupid. that guys do? That's like a. Yeah, just I stop doing that. It's I fucking date gentlemen. Whack. <laughs> it's like I've never been catcalled. I've ne I've just never asked a man on the corner to tell me to smile. I haven't. Okay, can we do one last secret? Sounds good. Ryan secrets. Hi. So, I used to date this guy where every time we had sex, he would start counting down until he came <laughs> kind of like a rocket ship sometimes he would start at three or five and sometimes when he got to zero he wouldn't come so he would start again <laughs> i told this to a few people and we always stuck around with it and say how fucking weird it is but the true secret is that i kind of liked it all right, thanks. Oh, Bye. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. That's oh, sweet. I would not Kawaii. like that. Oh, no. No one would like that no. except this woman. Maybe he was really hot. And Three, mission control two, approaching, one. Uh, Blat. Nope. Uh, Abort mission. <laughs> Pressure systems all nominal. Pressure systems all going. <laughs> and countdown is now proceed. We are clear for go. That's five, four, three. Like if he if he sounded like a 1950s Cape Canaveral <laughs> Space Command, that'd be pretty sick. What would make a guy think that that's okay? <laughs> that's one small blast for a man. <laughs> I copy that. You now can continue to clean up. Well, the problem is that that guy had a he had a lover, this woman, who knew it was stupid, but also kind of liked it, and so he missed his shot. To have a woman, if you have, if you do something like that, and you should just say to the person, "Hey, I think it's cute, but no one on earth will ever <laughs> like that again." <laughs> For sure, that's bad. Because he doesn't know. He thinks that's his move. He's like, "Oh, wow! I really get him it's with the countdown, brother." <laughs> What? Let's slow that down. <laughs> it would be cool if he started it at the first stroke. He's like, 712. <laughs> 711. It's like, how many strokes does it take for me to get to ground zero? <laughs> One. But like two. <laughs> Is that that's the soundtrack to Osama bin Laden jerking off to the falling twin towers? I mean this I is I think that's funny and I don't agree with you guys. This <laughs> is such a bro move. Like, the undertone to this is just all about my pleasure, and we're going to be counting down and sportscasting my pleasure. Right. I mean, it's really disgusting, Pretty to intense. be honest. Like, intense. But what everybody's going to want to gather around and watch the eruption. <laughs> or, or what if it's more like just like anime, like, here we go, ha, ha, fine, three, three, two, one, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> That's There's what, no way. <laughs> that's that's what Natasha did uh, on the countdown to her ayahuasca vomit. <laughs> oh man, that was great. I cannot believe that somebody does that. That's incredible. You know what's crazy is that guy is out there. Yeah, he real. doing it now. Real. Honestly, it's not that incredible. It's just a low IQ. <laughs> uh, 
All right, so we're gonna bring our second couple up. Do we have Randy and Ethan? Randy and Ethan, give them Rethan. a round Come on, Rethan. Rethan, Rethan. This will be our palate cleanser <laughs> from that last secret of that bro. I'm never gonna get him out of my mind. Five. Hey, make your way up a little quicker. Five, Five four, four, three, three two, two, one. Randy and uh, Hi, hey guys. guys. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Which one's Ethan? Uh, that's me. Hello. Okay. Hi, uh, Ethan. Oh, yeah. Just put it all... I yeah, hate when again. I try say this, but put it all the way up to your mouth. Yeah, try, I know, I try. know how it sounds, but just... If you just... Check, check, one, two. Say, like this. Like this. All the way up here. Like yeah. this. Like, lit, like you're kissing. It. I'm, Is it working? Try it. Try it. Try it. Is it working? Say something. Say something. Hello? Yes. Yeah, sounds great. That's it. Okay, what are you doing? Oh, you saw me on it. Yeah. I just realized I weird out Yankovic. Uh, Jeopardy. I lost on Jeopardy. Oh. He didn't do well, but... No, I lost Wait, on Jeopardy. Wait, weren't you the only person that knew what like the t Eiffel Tower was yeah. or something? Yeah, it was pretty, some pretty dumb, dumb shit going on up there. But. You're like, what's an iconic metal building in Paris? And everybody's like, um, <laughs> Empire State? Um, the Paris. Cape Canaveral? And you got it right. I did, but I said Tour Eiffel, which totally froze the game. Like, when you see the edit, it's so super quick, but actually they, sh they stopped the game Because down. you said it in French. Yeah, and the judges had to, like, confer. It was like oh this whole thing. God. I was like, are you kidding me? Anyways. Okay, so what's going on, Randy and Ethan? You guys married? Going out? We are. We're uh, newlyweds. We've been married for about six months now. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. A little over generous on newlyweds after six months, but sure, why not? What? Where'd you go on your honeymoon? Uh, we went to the Dominican, actually. We had a really good time. Cool. Yep. Came back with an issue to bring to you guys, so. Sick. Yeah. Perfect. So I just want to preface by saying I love my husband. I knew what I was getting into when I married him. The, what, what was it? What? She yeah, so it's a lot. She we'll loves them. It's a lot. Um, okay. But uh, a frequent debate we have in our house is um, the mustache. So let me just preface this right now. Yep. My mustache will never look as good as Reggie's hair or whatever the fuck Moshe has got going on the top of his head. Good that one, dude. With, you with, almost with got that a laugh. level of confidence, I, I, I will never have that. that it's called the two, Lloyd Christmas. The bowl cut of a 14-year-old as well, but we're not going to judge that too much, but it'll, it'll never look that good. So you got back from the Dominican and grew a mustache, and she's like, what the fuck? Is that I've what had happened? a mustache for no, a, a while since I could grow one. Did he have it at the wedding? No, no, no. So when we got married and on our honeymoon, he had this like gorgeous beard. Ladies, am I right? A gorgeous beard, right? And it was amazing. Um, and then his job doesn't, doesn't allow beard. So he went to the mustache and um, he's had it before. It's a frequent conversation. Um, this is actually kind of maintained. Usually it's longer. He twists it. He play, plays with it. He does this like. Hey. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. <laughs> And, and every every man high fives him. It's like this like bromance going on. I just you don't like his mustache. I don't. Wait, um, Ethan. No, no, she she doesn't not like it. She completely hates it. Like it is a point of total an hatred. And why do you love it so much? It's not even that that grown in. <laughs> he, he actually do you, got called do you, Hitler. Do you say the same thing to your husband? When he cut I his hair. I don't like his hair either, but I just deal with it. So she should just deal with the mustache I'm then, right? I'm eight years in. She's six I actually think he's in. making a good point. You, you, got, you, you, you are newlyweds. You should be trying to please her. By, uh, so why do you point. think the reason is it's short right now? What? It's oh. short. 
I cut it. No, I want it off. There's, there's a. So you, you don't like the, the look of it? Do you, uh, the texture bother you as well? Yeah. Because you, you like the beard, so yeah, the I texture isn't the, the issue. Have you I tried will. sitting on it? Um, that's actually a requirement. What do you for, mean? Uh, that's a requirement for me. I, I, th- I think it's daily that I ask her actually. Fuck my face. That's right. It's, 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 it's like, for like, moisturizing. That's yeah. a reward for shaving it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I shaved my face, and she's like, oh, well, fuck it then. Well, okay. like, that's you love mean, e- that's awesome. Mean. You love eating pussy. That's great to know about you, man. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what is the, I'm just curious. What is the job that says no beards, but that will allow a mustache? Military what? Coast Guard. Can you not say? You don't have to say. It's the military. It's a military. Oh, it's a military. Not Coast Guard. I'm not a puddle jumper. But oh, close shit. Enough. He's Ar- not a Army? puddle Air Force. jumper. Air Force? Army. Air Force. Oh, yeah. Nice. Dad was okay. Air Force. Have, have you ever seen him without this, without the mustache? Yeah, his biggest complaint is without any facial hair, he looks like he's 12 years old. Um, and I'm and that's what you I like, see. right? No, I'm a high school teacher. I can't go in that direction either. So yeah. it just doesn't work out. By the um, way, it's not because you're a high school teacher that you can't go in that direction. <laughs> well, me, uh, well, I, you know, me as a college professor, it's, it's actually all good. But uh, I, I'd say like something to consider is like for me, like I know from people that I've, sometimes I'll kiss and like, uh, when that when that happens, I notice that if I keep it off my lip, you know, so it's not like down here and on the corners and shit like that, that helps a lot. They, they, they're like, oh, thanks, that's, that's better. Because when you have like that long Santa Claus shit or whatever, it's gross and it's like you have to, I mean, you have, I'm like always self-conscious. I'm like, is there, is there, is there, you know, and it's like a weird compulsion. Having just a mustache is like a little bit easier to manage, but I would say maybe if it was tighter, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like long on the sides of your mouth a little bit. Like, I feel like you could like tighten. Ming I'm just trying to help him a little bit. Like, so, so my question is, why do you keep staring at it? Like this whole time, I'm trying to, I've been, I'm making I'm eye trying contact to see with you, you and, you're, and you're like right here. Wait, like what do you? Right here's here, the thing. And it's down here. So. I think, because I was like, I was trying to see what you would look like without it. No, I think that people should should do what looks best for them and what makes them feel best. And like, he's had a beard his whole life, so like, to have this little bit is really important to him. But maybe I think you might be cute with like a little pencil mustache. That would be cool. No, no, oh no, 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 no. no! Yes! He's too the, excited about it. Never mind. <laughs> I don't like that. It's the touching, too, and the the licking. And and I'm like, do you wash it? Is that a thing? I don't know. I mean, you know if he washes it, you'd be getting the UTI the collar had earlier if he didn't. (laughs) But what, you're, you are a, are you a pilot? No, no, absolutely not. I I don't know the inside thing about, I just figure, like, is it, is a mustache an Air Force-y thing? Uh, It's a military thing. Like, yeah. What does it signify? It's what you can have. Military. It's it's pushing the it's bounds. So before pushing the bounds. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. I, like the Pringles my, guy. My, my dad had just a. He was a just a mustache guy. Oh, your dad was. Yeah, he's an Air Force just mustache. Mm, interesting. So a, I'm of two minds here. Well, my first inclination was you, you should just. By the way, Natasha, I, when when Natasha and I first started dating, I used to have this extreme haircut. Oh my God. Called the the the, uh, the it was like I called it the Gitler, the gay Hitler. It was kind of like. Soup, like shaved all the way up to here, but then the little Hitler thing Basically, on top. Moshe wanted you to see the scalp to this half. Like underneath, it was like scalp and just like a tiny bit of hair. It was like they used like the low, like the whatever they shaved Britney Spears' head with. Like that's what they used. <laughs> Shears. The, it was like shaved. And I and, and she, then long, spiky on top. And she didn't like it, and yeah. so I grew it out. Not, not, not did I not like it. I never thought of you as anything until you grew out your hair, and I was like, oh, he's actually cute. <laughs> 
No, but I'm even after we started dating, you you expressed me that you wanted me to grow the sides out, and I it was like, okay, better. I'll do that for her because she's the person that I'm concerned with attracting. So why not? And then you started getting a lot of acting work, and your career took off, <laughs> and people started taking you seriously. You became a father, a wife, and I've never been a wife, Natasha, or a husband, a son's been, I don't know. <laughs> but. But so that's my one. My one mind is like, who cares? It's just a fucking mustache. That's your wife. Fucking shave it off. But then I'm thinking about, what if the shoe was on the other foot? What if it? What I if do it, shave my mustache? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> but what if he was like, I just want you to shave your legs and just be ladylike for me. That's what turns me on. And it would be like, wow, that that's obnoxious. You, you, her body is her own thing, and you don't get. So I'm a little split here. I understand that context is not the same between the sexes. But I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, from an aesthetic point of view, you should obviously shave it off. But from a... I think he looks cute with it. I really do think he's pulling it off. It I is too long, it. though, on the sides. I don't think you need that on the sides. It's like coming down here. You could, like, do it up. Like, Can we get tight. an audience opinion? Uh, as do you do, do constant bits in the Air Force? Is that... <laughs> Are they like, Johnson, front and center? And he's like, oh, what is, what's the front? Where are we? I don't know military culture. I can tell. <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will. Look at this jacket. Actually, one time, this, this actual jacket, I was, uh, I was, this old guy stopped me, and he's like, I love your jacket. W where'd you get it? And I go, oh, this? This is actually from my, one of my favorite designers in Los Angeles, Rogue Territory. They do a lot of cool stuff. He's like, I wore that pattern in Vietnam. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. Um, I, I have a, a tip for you. I don't know if it solves your issue, but the, the trick is you put your finger in the corner of your mouth and you shave everything that your fingertip touches. Your, your, your mustache is not supposed to go into your, into your corners here. You're supposed I, to... I really think that might help. I do really appreciate that advice, but here comes the military just changed the regulations. <laughs> like Maverick coming up that mountain. So, but what about the middle? Wait, do you shave the middle? No. It just it doesn't, doesn't grow there. Like, oh, it doesn't grow that's there. that's a whole other conversation. Like, we'll come earlier. back to that one. But the, the military just changed regulations to where we can grow it now past that point. So we're like, let's grow it past that point. Oh, so it's I a see. thing that it's down there. Like, oh, I'm doing the thing. But why do you yeah. try to be cool and not do just what the man says you're allowed to do <laughs> and do what like your, your wife wants you to do? There's a reason there's and nothing. And then when the boys in the bunk are like, hey, man, why don't you got the low sides? So, so you guys see what I'm dealing with, right? Every time this conversation You married him, up. honey. I know. I he didn't, it's not like he sprung this on you at the wedding. What You, had, you weren't in the, in the Air Force when you got married, when you had the big beard? What? He, he was. I asked him to take leave to grow the beard before the wedding. Oh, interesting. So you, you, when you started dating, he had the mustache. No, nope. I did. No, you didn't. But listen, here's the thing. It's not going to last forever. He's going to get out of the military. He'll grow a beard again. Tighten it up for her. I'm doing it for my wife. Your wife takes precedent over those idiots. Come on. And by, by those idiots, we mean the, the military industrial complex. <laughs> no, but I think there's, a, there's an obvious solution here, which is you keep the mustache for now because it's a part of your like fraternal thing that you're doing where you guys fuck each other on base. And... <laughs> But you shave the side, the corner sides, because even though you want the mustache for Air Force culture, you Get don't. Those sides it, up, this boy. thing is too much for your wife. So this much is how much your wife is asking for—literally an inch. And, and so you give that, you give your wife the inch, and then she'll take all two of yours. 
Most, you're being way too generous. Don't, don't give me that much. Okay, sorry. And the best of it is, it'll look better if you do that. Truly. Trust me. He's like, yeah. It looks dumb. Wait until they grab me out of the, my bunk at 2 o'clock in the morning and beat me with soap in a sock. No, I don't mean to say it looks dumb. You're, you're so cute. You're both so cute. But, like, she deserves it. And it's like, you want her to want to fuck you and kiss you. Right. Uncle it's Sam's important. not going to fuck you. Well, I guess he kind of did. But, like... Do it for her. I'm a little bit. Just, to, just take it up an inch for her. That seems so obvious. And you know what? Do it this weekend. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Randy and Ethan. And Ethan, thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you and, so much. You really do look cute. I, I, I was just, I'm just on her side. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right. Um, well, we got a little more time. I mean, I shouldn't talk, though, because I would like you to not have that haircut. Well, you did live through mustache life with me, and you were really cool about it. You liked my mustache, didn't you? That's only because, uh, yeah, no, I did like it. It looked good on you. I really, I really, Ethan, I looked it up when I grew a mustache out because I'd never had facial hair, and every style guide said the way to have a well-coiffed mustache was to put your finger here and shave here. So, I mean, it's like, what do I care? What, do I want the aesthetics of the, of the Air Force? No, I want, I want to and look cool. And don't do the thing where it twirls up. Never like do the thing where it twirls up. I mean, maybe someone could pull that off, but not Unless Ethan. you're in a peri- peri- like a like a period piece or something like that. That yeah. could work. You know, another period. Uh, oh, unless you're in another period. Okay, we have time for one uh, for our third couple, so I think we should just go ahead and bring them up. Bring them up. All right, put okay. your hands together for Megan and Danny, ladies and gentlemen. Manny, let's get up here, Manny. Or sorry, Hi guys. Ma- Megan Ma- and Danny. Ma- Megan and Danny. Come on Manny. up. Right. Wonder if the question cool is shirt. about the mullet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Megan, Danny, how are you? Where'd you meet? What's your story? We met through mutual friends. We've been uh, together like five years and married for about one. Cool. Yeah. How so, did you propose, Danny? I did. Yes. How'd you do it? Well, we also came to an agreement, so he proposed in a jokey way because we already said we were going to do it. What was the joke? Um, I played a Borat clip and asked if she would be my wife. You, you, pl- you played my wife for her? Oh, oh Look at wow. him. I had to say yes. I did not think that a Turkish-American marriage of convenience would be <laughs> not the least romantic thing I heard tonight. But the my wife takes it. It takes it. You guys win. I already had said yes. But our issue is that I'm very social. He's quite shy, homebody. Not like a shutter or anything, but we're just trying to balance it better as things are opening up. It hasn't really mattered the last few years because there hasn't been anything to do. But now I'm like, hey, there's a birthday party. Hey, there's a comedy show or, you know, a dance party. A live party podcast or, so we can get yeah. you on stage for. I mean, I'm not going to be able to ask him to do anything for about a month. So this is a big ask. But in general, hey, there's this going on in art shows, yada, yada. His first question is, do I have to go? And then I have to decide, am I going to force him to go or not? So just kind of balancing it better because I don't like to tell him what to do. Well, the first thing I think we should all remember is that for like two years, we weren't doing anything and there was no pressure to do anything. And I know we all, I at least secretly long for those days in a way because like it just felt like there was less stress. And, you know, it was like we're all on this even playing field, you know, and now all of a sudden it's like it's not like that anymore. So you have to be a little easy on yourself because it was a collective traumatic experience that we all had and we're all coming out of it in our own way and so you know it's if you were already 
reclusive before that, it could have even made you more, you know? So you have to be a little easy on yourself, first off, I think. Um, Second off, Mosh? Um, I'm I'm still thinking. Reggie, what do you think of this? You're a very social person. I am. I, I, I do, but you know, I like my, my, like my alone time too. You know, it's like, you gotta have a good balance of like, oh, okay, I'm recharging. I'm not like over taxing myself, over committing or whatever. Um, I mean, so, I mean, so you're saying, so the issue, what's the crux of the issue? The crux of the issue? Well, preparing for this, I said, if I had my way, I'd go out and not like just like a dinner or, you know, a social yeah. thing three, four nights a week. And yeah. he said zero. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And also, like, do I have to go? You shouldn't, yeah. you should try to get that out of your lexicon, I think. That that should not be, um, you know, you guys are in a new relationship. And... Yeah. And Dan- you Danny's- learn a lot also, by the way. Uh, when you when you go out and you're with your partner in, in public, you learn so much more about them because they're more at ease. They're like, they're operating in a different way than you're used to seeing them. So it broadens your understanding of them. I, I like going out with, I mean, not, not all the time, but like, you know, like when, when I do go out, it's, it's fun because like, you know, you get to hang and see each other in different contexts and talk about some shit when you get home. And also like, how do you recharge? Like I recharge alone. Moshe recharges like we've we've landed from a trip from Europe and he's like I'm driving to Palm Springs my my second cousin's friend is getting married and I'm like what I would never do that and that's like it's just like how he relaxes and so it's like I know that's not something I'm gonna do with him but like his good friend is getting married and I know the date three weeks in advance and like you know, I'm going to go to that with him. So it's like choosing your things and like knowing you probably recharge how Moshe does in this social way. So it's like he shouldn't have to come to all of this, to everything, but there should be things socially that you can do together. Don't you so think? So like pick yeah, and well, choose. And also important. respecting him yeah. if his, his recharging. But your, your only mode, I don't think, can be home. My first thought, Danny, is you need to, like, shut the fuck up. Like, just stop. He keeps trying to talk. Just, he's just, it's like, at a certain point, the noise and just the, the constant talking. Let's let Danny talk. He Go had ahead, his Danny. mic up. What do you think? Sorry. <laughs> Hell no. I love Danny. No, Dan- no Danny cool. That's why my wife worked. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, right. He couldn't even get the muster up the courage to say, will you marry me? It's like, Sasha Baron Cohen I, clip, perhaps? I, yeah. <laughs> Danny, I have a question for you. Zero nights a week for how many weeks? Is it forever, for all time? Would you never like to go out again? It's, it's pretty minimal. I think when we go out to dinner, that's great. It's the two of us. I think when, it, when it's a larger social situation, um, that, you know, it, I definitely need to come home and recharge, and that takes, that takes longer. So, it's not, you know, zero is my preference, but, I, you know, it's definitely, I like to spend time with Megan. I like to spend time with Megan when she, and do what she wants to do. Yeah. You, do you have sweet. friends like, that you like to hang out? I mean, not do you have friends, but, like, do you have friends that you like to go out yeah. with and hang out with? Um, a bit, yeah. Danny, no... Um, when you first heard the news coming over from Wuhan, were you a little bit like, please, <laughs> please be a global pandemic, please? Were you stoked through the pandemic? Like, this is the world I've been waiting for? I did better than Megan did. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great um, answer. Okay, Megan, I have a question for, I have a question for you. Yeah. Does Danny's social, because what this is, is it's, I mean, it's social anxiety, yeah. right? 
does his social, and you can answer this too, Dan, does, does Danny's social anxiety run the family? Does he get to, does his anxiety uh, make it so that you default to his uh, homebodiness most of the time? No, I'll just go out without him. But like, I, we like being together. We have a lot of fun together. So sometimes I'm like, I just want my best friend there. Yeah. So I guess I'm do what Natasha does said is like pick and choose like, okay, this is important. And then like, okay, you can skip that thing. But I just hate, again, being like, you have to. Exactly. Like, you know do I have be to like... go? You do. Like, I'm like, I'm not the boss of you. So it might be well, the language of like, do I have to go? There's this product. Um <laughs> That I do not represent, but I would love to. But it's called Feel Free. And uh, you can buy them at health food stores. I would try one night when there's like kind of like a low press hang that you have to go to and, and make sure that's like something like you kind of know some of the people. And try taking one of these because I swear to Garsh, um, that might zoom you out a little bit within the the context in real time so when you're hanging out with people you might actually see some new neural pathways like ways to, to view the situation while you're there it's it's totally true i have a friend who's just like she's mad at me because she's like i i'm spending so much money on this shit but um is it drugs is it it's CBD? it's is kratom it? and kava so it's it's so, so the, yes kava's, no. the kava's calming <laughs> yeah yes no so it's like the kava's calming and the kratom's euphoric but it's just a little bit of kava so it opens up it's like i call it a herbal prozac but a lot of my friends who suffer anxiety uh they immediately are like oh I, f I shifted into my comfortable self in a situation where normally i'd be terrified which is a powerful feeling and yeah. all, uh, Go ahead, please. Well, it's just very interesting. This is very much like the last question. You know, she she wants him to cut his mustache and he doesn't want to. I just feel like there is so much that we have to like give in a relationship. And it it's it's hard, but it's like, you know, you have to be able to go out on your own and you have to be able to to connect a little bit and make an effort, even though it's not really what you want to do. Um, and it's it's like you have to kind of pay for the relationship. Yeah, okay. you have to, uh, I wouldn't even say pay for it, but pay into it. I would say it's like you guys are creating this third thing. And I think, honestly, all three couples have been kind of the same. It's like somebody in, in the relationship has a comfort that the other person wants them to leave a bit to come towards them, just to take a step towards them to make them feel seen too. And I don't think you're being selfish, Danny. I think you're you having... Is it fair to say that you have ang social anxiety? Yeah, that's yeah, fair. I, I don't mean to be... Clint, yeah. Clint, I, Clint, I'm not. I, I, can, I can feel it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, no, <laughs> I mean... In, in, in a completely compassionate way, because when I see it, I understand. That's a that's a difficult thing. It's not like yeah. oh, I just don't want to go out. It's that's a different thing. Your friends are assholes. Yeah, your friends are like stupid. Yeah. I just think everyone's stupid, and I'm just not. But like, I think I think there's also sometimes when there are activities that you can do in in groups that are really cool that give you like a, a thing or you know something like, to focus on, yeah, like right. even an escape room or I don't know whatever you guys are into. Like yeah. not just going to a bar. Like maybe you don't like going to a restaurant with six of her friends or going to a bar with six of her friends. Like, yeah. but maybe you would like going to see a cool movie and everyone talk about it after or a cool concert or, you know, something where you could zone in and zone out. Yeah. yeah Cause I want to give some compassion to what you're dealing with, Danny. This isn't something unbelievably easy to do to make your partner feel loved that actually would be beneficial to you and is actually stupid not to do like shaving your mustache or something like that. <laughs> like, this is, this is you confronting a demon. You're being asked to confront a demon of yours in order to in order to pay into the relationship, right? I love you, Ethan. But but 
Um, but, you know, I think that, like, what do you like to do other than stay home with your wife? What do you like to do? What are activities that you enjoy? Activities out of the house? Yeah, yeah out of the yeah. house. Something non-house. So there's got to be something. Or what do you? Okay, let me rephrase the question. To read what do you a hate? Lot. The, what do you hate the least? Um, Outside of the house. Yeah, when when we go out to dinner or a movie or something. That's. I think I enjoy activities, but it's with Megan. Exclusively is definitely. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I have a challenge. I have a challenge. I think. So tell me if you guys agree with this. I have a challenge for both of you. Me, um, Megan, I think that you should stop inviting him to everything. Um, no, no, okay. no. I don't mean I think you should stop inviting him altogether. Yeah. I mean, I think you should stop inviting him to everything. Okay. Because that is like, you know That's he doesn't want to come, and it becomes this like overwhelming thing. Another thing, that thing, do I have to go to that thing? And then this whole conversation becomes, do I have to go to that? If you only invited him to the things you really wanted him to come to, and then you guys had an agree, you talked about that. When I invite you, I mean I really want you there. Then Danny could go, okay, I'm going to fucking do it, and I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to do it for her, right? That, I think that could be really powerful. And then Danny, so that, then you could stop having this conversation where you feel like she's like, come, come, and you're like, uh, do I have to or do I have to? You never have to have that conversation again, because every time she says, would you like to come, the answer is, yeah, you fucking have to, right? <laughs> My second thought, Danny, is for you to, uh, to find, this is a challenge for you, I don't know if you'll be able to do it. But you arrange an outing with not just you and Megan. You and Megan and one of her friends go to a movie. It's not going to be that terrible. Not you, a movie or something. Just something where you're sitting there. And you don't have to even... But it's like, the, I feel like the, 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 the physical act of writing the email, hey, I'd love to get together with Or maybe you. one of his friends. Yeah, it doesn't well, have to be one of her friends. Whatever yeah. it is, you get out of the house and it's a, it's a Danny-motivated plan, even though you're going to hate it. Just to be like, I do this for you, Megan. This one's for you. M much like Harry, do something for Megan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, will say, you'll appreciate that the other Sketchfest event we're going to, he picked out next week, is a Star Trek podcast. Oh, so I'm going cool. for him to see, that. See, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. And, and, and he, here's the exciting part. This is the exciting part of this. This is actually a fun thing to figure out. Because you could make sick gains, and you could make amazing <laughs> gains as well. It's like I think you're probably a deep-thinking, hypersensitive person, and your thinking process gets in the way of you being able to feel like you have the confidence to be open in certain situations. But I think if you had something to focus on intellectually with other people, uh, and you included, of course, but like in your passion, uh, having that the comfort of like easing into a conversation about things that really ignite your mind in a small no pressure situation i think you can easier you can slowly start to undo that knot it's right now it's like really tight but you can just start to little centimeters by centimeters you can open up a little bit and it's exciting because like you obviously have a lot to offer you think about a lot of stuff so you should share that yep like like danny you'll never be like megan that's not in your DNA. You won't. You'll never be that. You'll never. Uh, it's it's who I am too. I'm just like you, Megan. I like to go out and and be around people. It recharges me. You'll never be that. But you can be a little bit a little bit less anxious about it. I think that's possible. And then Megan, I think, because I I think it's not fair just to give Danny challenges because you have to pay the other opposite direction. I'm sure you guys stay home a lot by default. But I think it would be nice for you to say like, you know what, Tuesday nights I don't go out. 
like even I'm not saying you go out every night, but to make something that like this night is the night that I don't go out that belongs to Danny and we stay home or or, or we're gonna do a week or plan it ahead of time. Yeah, let's whatever. do a vacation where we don't. Le- le- I don't know. I'll come up with a, a term for it, like a uh, staycation would be cool. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? That is Don't a invent great shit. term. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll market it or whatever. But I think, like, you also, you know, because so it doesn't become pathologized Danny hour, right? Like, oh, Danny doesn't want to come out, and I'm the normal one that likes to go out, but once in a while we'll stay home if I don't have anything to do. If it's also like, oh, I pay into Danny, too. I go to Danny's world also, and, and, I, and I stay home with Danny. I think that you guys will meet in the middle, and both of you will, you go out a little teeny bit less, you come out a little teeny bit more, and both of you stay, stay your individual selves. I think that that will make for a long and healthy, loving relationship. All right, well, good luck thank to you. Thank you. And Danny, thank you for coming up on stage. This must yeah, have been very hard it. for you. Let's give him a round of applause. And hey, if you didn't go out tonight, you wouldn't have a theater full of people clapping for you. So. <laughs> they are so cute. Danny's like, I'm never fucking leaving the house again. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've come to the end of our show. Um, that is interesting that all everyone, all those couples were very similar. Balance. Yeah, well, I, yeah, balance. Yeah, I think each one of them needed to like just let go of a rain a little bit. It's uh, so hard. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, I guess we have a couple more minutes. Does anybody have a question in the audience that they want to ask? Any, anybody want to scream one out? Maybe for Reggie or for us or for anybody? Oh, uh, I'm I'm already married to Satan. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. I'm very flattered. All right. Anybody else have a question before we say goodnight? Shout it out. Emotionally unstuck. Ooh, gosh. Depends on which emotion. Um, (laughs) Depends on which emotion. Um, uh, You know... Kratom. I, I, yeah, Kratom or Kava or the combination. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, drugs do, they are a thing, but I try to check myself to make sure I'm not using them as, a, as an es- escape. I like to think of them as like uh, levers that kind of shift your perspective for a moment to kind of remind you of a healthier state. However, in a non-drug state, I would say like just physical activity. It really, like, sort of got like, if you're like, oh, I feel, ah, uh, and then you just do 20 push-ups, even if you can't do push-ups or whatever, just like try to do them. I swear, like it just, it's anything to break the cycle because when you're in those things, it's just, it's a cycle that you feel like you can't get out of and then you actually start to get addicted to it so you get addicted to the cycle and it just grows in intensity but really you just need to shift it turn it into a spiral and continue to expand outward <laughs> all right any other yeah That's go ahead all right wait are, is might that, be the mustache <laughs> oh are you an air force guy too oh Oh. Yours is actually cut correctly. <laughs> yeah, he does you, look like a mustache guy. <laughs> wait, the problem with the friend zone is that people who use the term friend zone automatically put themselves in the friend zone. <laughs> Why are you always in the friend zone? What do you mean by that? He's great with women. We can tell by the use of the term friend zone. You need to like uh, harness your dashing side. Right. Try, try to be a little. It, the opposite of your energy right now. <laughs> like the opposite, whatever that is. Don't do that. 
the fuck does that mean, bitch? I'm dashing as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I mean... Yeah, I mean, friends, uh, friend zone's tough because it's like uh, some of it is like it's it's either awkwardness or um, an inability to be vulnerable. Uh, it, it's 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 either of those. What the fuck does that mean, Reggie? Hey, man. Oh, avocado. No. But, I, <laughs> so so maybe he could try to be a little more vulnerable. I mean, I think, do you know what that means? Uh, also, also, also. Uh, also, like you gotta like you gotta feel your you gotta feel your sexiness. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta feel be in tune with like oh I'm feeling sexy right now, and I'm really getting along with this person. Maybe something can happen, but I'm gonna leave myself a little bit open to those energies, and maybe they'll pick up on it, and that's cool, and hopefully they'll consent to that, and that's all really great. There's like there's a thing like where you're kind of available to it. You know, you gotta be available to imagining yourself with that with a person that you find attractive in a way that feels more sensual. And and never oh. say to them, I'm always in the friends, you know, like don't. Yeah, you're I, don't, reinforcing. I mean, that's obvious, but I don't know what you think is normal. So I'm just letting you know, <laughs> don't ever say that. Do you remember? Do you remember earlier when Reggie was talking to you? You remember that just now? That's what dashing looks like. <laughs> Reggie Watts, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the most dashing man in comedy, and Natasha Legero, my Thank lovely wife. Thank you guys wife. for coming. I love you. Moshe Kasher. Good night. Moshe Kasher. For listening. We love you, Honeymooners. We love you, San Francisco. Thank you, Sketchfest. Good night. Yeah.